0: cinema sins has a fan club it's called the sin club and members get all sorts of things like early episodes bonus videos merch discounts and even monthly bonus podcasts membership starts at three dollars a month and you can sign up now at patreon.com cinema sins
1: because what is that like at one point he's just like one of my favorite lines of the movie was Jericho, we get it you like joy division <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
0: Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And today we're going to be doing a mini pod. Candy pod. Yeah, sure on uh candy the uh i guess remake slash sequel or That's spiritual
1: sequel because i'm trying to figure out like what's a spoiler like because it is definitely for me one thing specifically mm-hmm. but i don't know if that is a spoiler <laughs> saying what it um, is i uh, it's a sequel you know what
0: yeah um uh, to the 1992, uh, it's a direct uh, sequel
1: to like it completely. Like I don't, I it, I haven't seen the third movie, but it definitely ignores the the stuff from the second one. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh so uh, right off the bat, uh, since we're in the non spoiler territory, yeah. uh, I I, I really the like. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) exactly um i uh, i really like the the visuals in this and i really like uh the the, there's some there are some kills the way they're done that are i haven't seen in a major Mm -hmm. uh Horror film in a long time, and I really enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this rated movie, R. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's very rated R. Um, uh, this movie, by the way, made uh, twenty two million domestically, which yeah. I think is a huge success. Yeah, they were uh, projecting
1: like low teens, so mm-hmm. that was a that was a big bump for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, that's what's going to uh, strike you right off the bat is the visuals that are in this movie. Obviously, we have some uh, some great acting talent in this movie, um, and uh, yeah, overall, I, I would say I enjoyed this movie. I have some caveats, though.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, uh, yeah, me too for sure. But you're right, man. This cast is cool. Uh, is it Yaya? Oh, it's, yeah. So Yaya Abdul Mateen. Uh, I'm I'm really digging this guy. Uh, he was. I mean I've only seen Aquaman the one time but he really stood out to me in that movie as the mm-hmm. most interesting most interesting person mm-hmm. um and he's really good in this um and then uh Tiana Paris who plays uh Brianna in this. I guess it's his just his girlfriend, right? I don't think they're married. But yeah, uh yeah, yeah. you know, she's really good. And then there's a lot of fun supporting actors too. Uh, Nathan Stewart Jarrett plays her brother. He's really funny and he's really <laughs> he's really good. Uh, uh I don't know. Uh and then uh um I, I guess that that is a spoiler. There's an actor from a from from another one of these films that kind of pops up towards the end, although she is in the preview, but in, yeah,
0: I, she's in the preview. So, um, so yeah, Vanessa
1: Williams shows back up in this, which it was nice to see her. I hadn't seen her in a minute. And this is, yeah. me, of course, the Vanessa Williams that was in Candyman and like Melrose place.
0: Doesn't uh, look, doesn't look her age at all, by the no, way, No, not
1: at all. Uh, and, and I can't remember, but it's so funny. Cause when I saw the trailer and she was doing that, no, 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 or whatever, I mm-hmm. actually thought it was, um, I, all of a sudden her name escapes me, but from, uh, get Out. Uh, Betty Gabriel. Betty Gabriel, yeah. I actually thought it was her at first when I was watching the trailer. I wasn't really thinking about, you know, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's right, Vanessa Williams. Uh, you know, Melrose Place Vanessa Williams.
0: And uh, for people who have seen Euphoria, and especially mm-hmm. one of the special episodes with that they made during the pandemic, Coleman Domingo is uh, is uh, plays uh, William Burke, uh, who's a a uh, fascinating character in this movie. Uh, but, uh, but uh, if you're familiar with euphoria, you know, this guy and he's awesome as well. Yeah,
1: um, I'm with you though. I think I liked it overall. I, 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 just, I, I mean, we, we, we saw this a few days ago, so I've had some time to mm-hmm. think about it. And I, I think I like it more because I was really liking it. And mm-hmm. then like the last like 20 minutes or so, while I appreciate it, like, while I, while I, I totally got where they were going. Uh, mm-hmm. it felt a little rushed to me or or something felt off. And then yes. now that I've had time to th- think about it, I like it more, uh, but I still feel like there is something about that last 20, 25 minutes that just, I don't know. I don't know if rushed is the right word, but it just feels like something's missing from that. Um, yeah, it's we'll still prob- powerful, but
0: we'll probably have to get into that in the spoilers. Yeah. Cause there's some things about it that, I'll try to work my way through, but I didn't quite think it stuck the landing.
1: Yeah. Um, on that, but um, I did think that I liked how they played around with the myth and the legend, and I liked how they connected this to everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very successful, which obviously we'll yeah. talk more about in spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I'm sure if we went back and watched the first one and then watched this one, I mean I'm sure there's some things we could definitely find in there that would be mm-hmm. like, wait, how did that happen? But uh but for the most part it seemed legit. I did I did also another probably slight negative for me is uh, you know, Cabrini Green played such a part in in the original film. And then the idea in this movie, I guess, is that it's been um it's been turned into like uh, I mean, it's kind of been like uh, East Nashville, right? It's been, (laughs) it kind of got gutted out and then it kind of, you know, like high rises and condos and stuff got put in there. And I thought that was super interesting, but they kind of just say it and then they don't really like, they don't really do a lot with it, I guess, you know?
0: Yeah. The, the idea that Cabrini Green is, uh, has become, uh, a posh upscale neighborhood of some sort is an interesting idea, but yeah, like you're saying to not show it really, um, is, is kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing.
1: Yeah. It just, it just felt like it was missing. Like that was missing. Like I felt like we needed more, but I mean, but, but they didn't do it. I mean, it, but like I said, the movie that they did, I mean, I, I think it's very effective. I love the time. Mm-hmm. I like the time. I like it's 90 minutes. Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: Um, Uh, but, uh, and then, you know, even though I know, uh, you know, Nia DaCosta was the director of this and I, I definitely need to go watch her previous film, but, um, you know, Jordan Pill wrote it, co-wrote it, uh, with Mm -hmm. her and one other and produced it. And, uh, I feel like you can feel his fingerprints on this. Um,
0: you definitely can, but, uh, um,
1: but, but I do like Nia DaCosta's directing style. I, like you said, just the look of this movie and, you know, uh, you know, I just, I thought, she, I think she's great. I'm really excited. Uh, what is she? She's got. What is she doing? She's not the one that's. Is she doing a Marvel movie? Uh, yes. Uh, she's going to be doing uh the Marvels, which is the sequel to uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. So she's going to be doing that. So I'm, I'm really excited to see, uh, to see what she does with that. She's also got another movie I read about coming out called The Lincoln Conspiracy. That sounds really interesting. It's. About Mm -hmm. abraham lincoln and stuff about his death but uh but yeah i think she's great and i think i i think her touch here is felt uh along with peels but um yeah like i said i just something about the ending kind of just feels like it's missing and then the cabrini green stuff but i mean that's pretty minor like we said this visually is amazing i think like you said the kills are actually kind of uh you know well done and um it's kind of scary, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't get scared that much anymore, but it's definitely got some yeah, I mean, yeah. creepy moments. I You know, I I definitely felt it when people were actually saying Candyman, especially yeah. the girls in the bathroom.
0: For uh, sure.
1: I almost feel like that got overplayed a little bit, too, though, because, like, fucking everybody does. it. It's mm-hmm. like, kind of nuts. It's like... Yeah. Um, There's
0: one kill in particular we'll get into the uh, spoilers on that I thought was just phenomenal and uh uh but uh on the grading scale before we get into spoilers i'm going to give this a solid b and i think it could probably be higher but um i i uh i will need to watch this again to maybe truly absorb everything that's being said and i like all the ideas and i like the subtext and all that that they've thrown into this but there's some things I don't think that they earned by the end of it, but so so that's why it's just a B now. But it could be a bigger grade later. Yeah,
1: I'm like on the high end of a B. I thought about giving this a B plus, but I I I think this is a I think this is a B. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. just this movie is you know just feels like a B. So that's that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to go with. But yeah, like mm-hmm. you, I I definitely I'm going to watch this again at some point, and mm-hmm. uh, I will be interested to see what I think of it then. So.
0: But let's get on into spoilers. Um,
1: no spoilers! Thomas, basically, is She's basically
0: Kaiser Luke's what? father is actually Darth
1: He's Vader. What? She's the sister and the She's daughter.
0: They just no, 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 that no, no, was... no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Uh, so well, let's, t- let's talk about the kills. I've, uh, the, first, the first kill that I love is the, you know, the first one, uh, the, the, the they're the um i guess the curator or the guy who owns the art gallery or whatever with his yeah who, uh, who, who knows
1: it's brian king is the actor uh clive privler it looks like is the character name i don't know if i ever knew that
0: <laughs> yeah they said clive and, and, it, oh, and okay and it, and it and it it uh perked my ears up on that character because i was wondering if they were doing a clive barker oh yeah yeah. Uh, kind of uh, thing calling him Clive but he and whatever you would call his girlfriend I guess or whatever are, are, uh, I love looking her in name the
1: her, her name was Jerrica that's the greatest Jerica. name yeah. <laughs> um, like at one point he's just like one of my favorite lines of the movie was Jerrica we get it you like Joy Division <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah, there's yeah.
1: actually like some really there's actually genuinely funny moments in this movie it is not mm-hmm. a comedy on any level but there are genuinely no. You know, funny moments in it, which uh, the original film didn't really have. So no, that was not at all.
0: But uh but yeah that one that one is you know when they when they do the Candyman five times and everything yeah. he shows up in the mirror and he never shows up outside in the outside world during that mm-hmm. thing. You know at least you don't see him in the outside world. He shows up in the mirror and that's what this movie does throughout it's got that Halloween kind of thing where you are constantly searching the frame Mm -hmm. for Candyman, And that's what you should be doing all the way through this, uh, you know, or it should set your mind at some sort of unease during this. And that's what all, that's what he does this whole time. He shows up in corners. He shows up in the backgrounds of, of, of things a lot of times, um, that killing is, is fantastic. Um, and uh, but the one that I want to talk about, and I've talked about how I feel like distance a lot of times. Uh, if you're if you're farther away from the subject, it's scarier for some reason. Mm-hmm. After, uh, um, what's this character's
1: name? Oh, Troy. I mean, no, though that's the brother. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, Anthony. Anthony, yeah, Anthony McCoy. After
0: after Anthony uh, has uh, that uh, uh, conversation with the critic at her at her place. Um, of course, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens during that. He has that moment where he, uh, he, she's been gone a long time, and he goes out into the hallway and he sort of confronts, uh, uh, he confronts uh, Candyman um, out in that hallway or whatever, and then she appears and says, oh, "Is everything okay?" Um, the after he leaves the camera comes from outside of the apartment building and like just Mm -hmm. goes outside. And while, while the camera is going outside the apartment building, you see her getting like raised up into the air thrown around the room up against the window and everything. (sighs) My God, I loved that scene so much. I was really into this movie at that point. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. No, that was really
1: cool Mm -hmm. because of the original I mean, we, we send it maybe last October or something, but, um, so it's been, it's been at least a year since I've seen it, but I mean, it, I don't even think they implied that that was, that no one else could see him. I mean, I don't know that, I don't know if they ever show anyone else seeing him. That's not who summoned him, but Mm -hmm. I liked the effect like you're talking about in this movie that you could only see him if you were looking through reflection of something, you know, that was, mm. uh, that was a really neat call. Uh, um, yeah. and then like you said, it, you know, it, that scene alone made it worth it. Uh, and,
0: and, you know, and you notice that he's, you know, in that scene, he's not, he doesn't show up in the, that area. Mm-hmm. It's just all, it's all like, you know, it's just the victim the entire time. But, the the one in the the one that you alluded to with the bathroom and the girls yeah. and everything he d- they they do uh you know something that uh, I last saw sort of in War of the Worlds the Steven Spielberg one mm-hmm. where where you know there's a video camera on the oh, ground yeah. and you can see the alien and yeah. everything well in here it's like uh it's like a piece of mirror or it's a, a compact mirror yeah something and yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, you can see him in that uh, that mirror. You can't see him on the outside while this one girl is, you know, in the uh, stall. um, Yeah, who did not, who was not a part of the summoning whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I like Um, that scene too because that also kind of opened up the world. Like that put it in well, and they even comment on this. You know, well they they even make comments throughout the movie because they mentioned Virginia Madsen's character a lot. Mm -hmm. and someone uh, it might be the Burt character the Coleman Domingo character says you know no one pays any attention until a white woman you know gets killed and uh, you know that was uh, sorry go ahead
0: no uh, uh, her character not that anybody except her buddy would know this but she even mentioned something to that effect um obviously before she's dead (laughs) yeah. <laughs> she yeah. mentioned something she mentioned something to her friend when she's at the college yeah yeah, yeah. that the, the only time that the cops ever came out to this place was when she a white woman yeah said something about uh there being a you know an issue and and uh she's and she she sort of laments that as she goes down the stairs but yeah exactly um uh you know what what he's saying is true like it's only that's the only time that they ever really wanted to uh investigate anything it was when a white woman dies. Yeah. Um so I feel like that kind uh, of
1: reflected well in the in the high school scene because there you had like a posh high school with, you know, a bunch of a bunch of girls that all get slaughtered. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. that's gonna like everybody's gonna take notice of that and um, you know, just I just thought that was interesting. Like they've never really opened it up as far as I know, like that. Maybe in one of the sequels they did and I just don't remember it or did I didn't see the third one. So but, um, I don't know, that's just always interesting to me. It's kind of like it's kind of like in Harry Potter when all of a sudden they're doing magic in the real world, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the 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 humans or the muggles or whatever find out that there's magic. It's kind of one of those. T- I just like stuff like that when you have these movies, mm-hmm. you know, or like Jason in New York. I mean, that's a terrible example, but you know what mm-hmm. i what you know what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> um, it, it also,, uh, it's also a really uh, cool. Uh, look into how a story becomes a myth too because when when they tell that when he when he tells that story about virginia madsen uh it's it's centered around her doing all the killings and doing Mm -hmm. the kidnapping Mm -hmm. and and all of that uh at first i was like wait a minute do i have to reconsider the first (laughs) movie's actions like did she really do all that stuff and then blame it on Candyman? that would be that's oh yeah that's a bold way of looking at it, but I think that's just the way the movie is is yeah. framing what the myth became after that happened.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's because... kind of the you know they even kind of it's interesting too because this did kind of remind me of Nightmare on Elm Street in a weird way because I think it's I think it's actually Freddy versus Jason where the whole thing is Freddy they've they've forgotten about him like they don't they don't know. Mm they don't even know who he is anymore. So because of that like he loses his power and th- and I know that that's a terrible movie but th- or not a very good movie but mm-hmm. this is a much better movie but I'm just saying this has that idea in it that you know in, in fact in fact the you know uh, the William Burt Coleman Domingo ends up kind of being if not the main bad guy he's one of them if he's not he's not mm-hmm. well he's not I guess killing people but he wants he knows what's going on with Anthony, which I actually just realized that his name's Anthony, which is Tony. And then Tony Todd, yeah. of course, played Candyman. Mm-hmm. I, I bet that Clive, right. I bet Clive was named on purpose, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, There's even but, a
0: moment where a uh, Col- uh, um, William Burke, the William Burke character, yeah. the, uh, the Coleman Domingo, um, is uh talking to and uh i keep getting these actors and uh talking to anthony uh in the laundry and there's a book from clive barker (laughs) sitting there oh i didn't even catch that
1: that's hilarious Uh, i didn't catch that uh,
0: so there's there's definitely some clear like you know uh, little references and everything but
1: Yeah. Um, But what what I was what I was what I was trying to say before I got I got off my own tangent was that, you know, that's kind of what the the Freddie thing kind of I thought about that in this because Burke's main purpose for kind of driving uh, Anthony towards his destination, I guess, is that mm -hmm. people will know, you know, Candyman will be back and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it'll kind of maybe it'll bring that area back to what it was to its roots, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And people will remember him now and all that kind of stuff. And then even, even at that very last shot, you know, where Candyman tells uh, Brianna, uh, the that's who Tiana Paris plays, tells Brianna, you know, like, you know, uh, tell them, I'm, tell them who I am or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and in the original, the, the story of Candyman was, if i recall uh was a was it a way to scare kids into not i don't remember what the i can't remember what the reason the story was being yeah
1: I, i'm yeah i think it was it was just uh it was i mean i think that was the basic story was that it was to scare you know people you know not to you know stare kids not, not to not go to
0: certain places not such like strangers
1: that. That. that kind of thing and then there but was even there was... that drug dealer that had the hook that was you know calling himself <laughs> yeah. candy man
0: right right um, In this one, it feels like the uh, William Burke character is, is that William Burke is trying to not only get Candyman back, but he's also guilt ridden because of how he uh, he because he tells the story of how when mm-hmm. he was a kid, uh, uh he went to do, go do the laundry and yeah, and uh, you know, he Candyman came out and threw candy at him realized that he wasn't uh, a bad guy, that he wasn't a malevolent in some way, but he had already screamed and there were already cops outside who were waiting for some, for, uh, because there had been murders around the, uh, around the, uh, neighborhood. So when they heard the scream, of course, the cops are, are running around looking for who, where the kid is and everything. And they, they immediately blow Candyman away uh, yeah. when they go down the stairs, and uh, I think he's also guilt ridden during this whole thing about how his scream led to his death, and yeah. and uh, and uh, you know he wants to have Candy. I don't know why he, I don't know why he wants. If there's any other reason why he wants Candyman back, but
1: yeah, well, I think he realized because that that guy actually that I mean that was obvious that was I mean. I, I, the, the whole the Candyman name, I mean, and they kind of present this as the movie that we're all Candyman, or you know, Candyman is a is a is an embodiment, not just a person. Even mm-hmm. though Dan, they do say Daniel Robitaille, uh, the Tony Todd character, is the mm-hmm. original, but yeah. this guy, his name was Sherman Fields, and he was a guy that just he was just a nice old man. He was kind of weird, but you know, an old man that uh, you know had a hook. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And he gave kids candy, like in the courtyard and stuff. Then I think a kid got killed and the police suspected him. And so they, so he was in hiding. But then in that scene with the, with Burke as a kid, you know, he comes out of the wall and all he wants to do is give him candy. You know, he's, Mm -hmm. he's, I mean, that's just what he likes to do. So yeah, I think in that moment's when he realizes that, oh crap, I've just got this guy killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course this movie uh really lays into you know police brutality and yeah uh shooting first asking questions later there's i mean there's that scene at the beginning it's bookended really by uh police brutality right Mm because that's that's what kind of happens at the end too um which is i think well handled but once again like i don't know i still don't know what it is about that ending that's just i don't know it's just something about it to me it's
0: like it, it it's it's bringing up a lot of uh uh, a really uh, good m- social messages, but I just didn't know how the plot fit into it really well.
1: Yeah. I think maybe um, that's it. Like it didn't, it didn't like, it didn't really feel, it didn't really feel. I mean, it definitely was a social message movie because they were definitely talking about the gentrification and, you know, yeah, Green. Yeah. I mean, there was all sure. that stuff in there. So that's definitely there. But once again, like we said, even though that's mentioned, that's not really shown. I mean, Mm -hmm. for basically 45, 50 minutes of this movie, we're watching Anthony, uh, you know, go down this path, right? I mean, we're just Mm -hmm. watching him, like, uh, struggle with his art. Uh, He gets stung by a bee early on, and then all of a sudden, like, his skin starts changing. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's all about this stuff with him. It's not really focused on what's going on in Cabrini Green. It's just about him being obsessed all of a sudden with the Candyman. And then we, of course, find out the twist, that he's the fucking baby yeah, uh, yeah. Vanessa Williams kid from the first one that was kidnapped by Kane, mm-hmm. which is still a plot point in the first one. I've never understood.
0: No, but, I haven't either,
1: but I love that it exists now because this was such a cool twist. Yeah, I it mean, was. it was, it just threw me, it blew me up. Cause I was like, Oh wait, that's Vanessa Williams. And I started thinking about it. And then she starts talking about how they found them and how Virginia Madsen saved him and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um but
0: that's all uh, the, that but that's
1: what the movie's about for that huge section and I, I had almost forgotten about the stuff at the beginning you know at that point and then you kind of bring it back where I mean we if you want to talk about it uh because it seems like you have a firmer grasp on uh what problems you had at the end
0: I I just don't I just don't think that the ending tied into it it does in some way but like I, I'm I'm trying to figure out Coleman Domingo's drive in this. Yes. Uh, it, 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 I'm trying to figure out what like does he know that this does he know that Anthony is uh is a, you know a potential candy man when he runs into him? Yeah, that at, confuses at me
1: too. But I also I also thought maybe it didn't matter to him. Like he just Right. Like he just wanted to make him one and then he just got lucky that
0: he was Yeah, that yeah, doesn't make sense yeah, at all. That to me. doesn't either I, 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 it's you know if it was if it's just any random person that could become yeah. Candyman, then it wouldn't make any difference. I mean, you know the fact that it has to be him, or it doesn't make any sense. It has to be Anthony yeah. who becomes the new Candyman, or it doesn't make sense. So. I, I, he's sitting there talking to him and he's, he's kind of like uh, Samuel Jackson and unbreakable where he's like, uh, yeah. you know, telling him all these stories.
1: <laughs> now and, it's time uh, for us to shake hands.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and so, so when we have been given all these revelations, we've been given all this social context. It's like, what is his actual ultimate reason for wanting a new candy man in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was sitting there like I don't I don't quite understand if it's to avenge wrongdoing then mm-hmm. Candyman has become a, a a comic book character at this point um mm-hmm. you know and that would be really well, funny if we find out that there's a Candyman comic book somewhere
1: and what what would he even be avenging at that point I mean I guess I guess he has Burke has an idea that the cops will take him out or whatever I, I I'm not I'm not sure um but even their meeting is really by chance. Like, you know, he just happens to be like, you know, uh, Anthony just happens to be at the looking on at the building or whatever he's looking at that day mm-hmm. that yeah. Burke and Burke just walks around the corner. If the movie gave any indication that Burke knew more about Anthony than he was letting on, I didn't catch it. So,
0: yeah, I didn't either. Um, I, 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 that, that was my main issue by the end of it.
1: And yeah, I think that's the I, I, part where it starts to unravel a little bit.
0: I, you know, if there was, if he was sort of make turning him into something by the end of it, uh, I guess it would explain why when, uh, when um i'm getting these character names man um when brianna is in the back of the of the police car mm-hmm. and the guy is basically like trying to set up a scenario where there's a no-win scenario for her um and she says Candyman five times actually i think he ends up completing it yeah he
1: says the fifth one which i still which once is, again don't understand the Candyman rules
0: <laughs> yeah th- that's what i'm getting at <laughs> yeah. the the the, the if you're saying it the whole throughout the movie, everybody's been saying it and they've died afterwards. But in this, when once the once Anthony becomes the new Candyman, uh, he's got you know, he knows not to kill her because she's good, basically. Is yeah, what it comes down to so I, I feel like they've that through Anthony, they've changed the character of Candyman where it's not, um it's not the same old one that we've we've been looking at it's mm-hmm. this new one now that you can call in times uh you know <laughs> where you are put into a bad situation uh of some sort that's some power that you don't want to oh really oh my god can you imagine if,
1: if the next movie's like candy men <laughs> it's just like uh, yeah. It's like a it's yeah. like it's like suicide squad or something um well and that's another thing right because you say that but then he turns into daniel Robotai at the very end which was was cool and a weird you know it's kind of like oh hell mm. the, hell yeah but it, but mm-hmm. when you start thinking about it you're like that that was totally uh like a a fan thing like yeah not, it doesn't make sense either way other than i guess you're saying the original is just coming out to say, you know, make sure you tell everyone we're back or whatever. Mm -hmm. I will say though, going back to him, helping her and just killing the cops. One thing about the first one, I know we send this because one thing about the first one that has never made sense to me is why he, I mean, I guess he just gets interested in Virginia Madsen, but it, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like the movie does a good job of explaining that because Mm -hmm. she's the only one he doesn't automatically kill. Um, In this, though, it makes more sense that because Anthony's the one that calls him and doesn't get killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes at least a little more sense because Candyman knows who he is. Like he's he's maybe even part of him because of the whole thing. He took the baby, um, you know, in the first one and stuff. So I thought that aspect of it actually made more sense in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then you kind of have that same thing at the end where he doesn't kill uh, Brianna. Mm -hmm. and your 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 reasoning might be correct
0: it might be and uh, you know every time i watch a movie the first time yeah i feel like i've missed something and and uh you know all of our people who like to comment on facebook and everything have have absolute total knowledge of the end movie when they see it and i'm like wow hats off to you guys i didn't see that at all uh but i that i mean that was the one thing that i missed in this and if if someone out there knows why all that happened and they want to correct the correct me i'm fine with
1: that and i do want to make it clear and i think both of us are saying this because you know we are a couple just old white guys talking about this movie (laughs) that's true but i don't want to i don't want it to get misinterpreted about the end that we have any issue with the messaging that that, that's not the problem it's just it's just it's like you kind of have that at the beginning then it's like more of a straight-up horror movie there's definitely some social messaging there but it's kind of in the background we're focused yeah. on we're focused on Anthony doing his thing. And then at the end it gets thrown in again. And I like the fact that they bookend it with that. I think where it unravels for me and where it feels weird and I and it just like after when when we find out Burke's motive and then he like puts you know cuts his hand off and puts the hook in, which mm-hmm. is all creepy and stuff, I get mm-hmm. I get it. And Coleman Domingo's really good in this scene. I mean, just going absolutely nuts. But mm-hmm. That scene just felt so weird, and I couldn't like wrap my head around what all was going on. So, because of that, like the next five or six minutes, you know, the end of the movie, I think I was just kind of in that headspace. I think on the next watch, that'll be a very different experience because, you know, yeah. I, I know what's coming and that You'll kind of thing. You'll know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the we- main issue. I think you're right.
0: And it may be a thing too, where, you know, we're, we, at, at the front, we were talking about how it's great that it's 90 minutes, but also we might yeah. be uh, wanting 20 or 30 extra minutes out of this. Or even just 10. To, to, <laughs> just to, just to flesh some things out. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended to you. Farewell to the flesh, uh, you know, fans. <laughs> but um, uh, that, that was it. That was, I just didn't know. I didn't know what Coleman Domingo's uh, motives were. In this, I understand that he was he he probably feels guilt uh, about this, you know, killing. I mean, I I imagine that's part of it. But why he wants this? How how he we we've already talked about it. How he came upon the guy who was going to be the new Candyman. How he fed that, fed all of that for him. How Mm -hmm. this guy ends up becoming the new Candyman. Yeah, because we uh, see know.
1: Sherman as Candyman, right? Yeah, we definitely do. He's the one we see because they kind of keep him hidden at first. Because and I felt like they were trying to not show us Tony Todd because mm-hmm. yeah. they because ne- they did a good job of that in the trailers too. They never show you Candyman, so you do- and you mm-hmm. know Tony Todd's in the cast. But even yeah. but as it was going, I was thinking, well, maybe they just put him in the cast as a you know it was just to throw people off. Who knows? But then yeah, he does maybe. pop up at the very end.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But um, yeah, I guess Sherman is the candy man until Tony uh, Anthony.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right about yeah. them obscuring everything, though. I mean, he's yeah. wearing the same clothes, but is it like his face is is different? And uh, uh but yeah, I was yeah. even
1: thinking, well, I guess it wouldn't have made sense after the gossip columnist or or the journalist gets killed. But I was even thinking at first, almost like, you know, could this be I mean, it, could it have been Burke, you know, in a, mm-hmm. you know, pretending to be the candy man or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah um all right well i don't know that there's anything else to say i love like i said ultimately B for me, mm-hmm, uh, me too. uh kills are kills are great uh, visually striking great performances i wish i knew what this movie's ultimate Well, how that how that worked at the end
1: i really like the first one but i am curious like i wouldn't like if if after a, a rewatch or two of this I, I i think it's i think it's in that wheel it might it might it might come up as hot as high for me as the first one because the first one i'm probably like b plus a minus because i do have some issues with the first one too mm-hmm. uh, which we've talked about yeah, some of the same
0: issues i mean yeah. there's a lot of stuff where it just seems like it's just edited to death and and there are yeah moments that you're like "Ah, what does this have to do with anything but
1: yeah but uh but no but i think this this is definitely better than farewell to the flesh which is which i remember being just awful and Mm -hmm. uh i I never saw the third one which was direct video at the time but um but yeah no i and and i wouldn't be surprised if we i mean if this continues to you know make money i would assume we're getting another one and i'm not opposed to that so no
0: happens yeah it'd be be, it'd be awesome to see this world get expanded for sure Um, all right. What did you guys think of uh Candyman? Go to Syncast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter, Discord, and SoundCloud. And where can people find you, Jonathan?
1: Um, by the way, we've said Candyman like 30 times, so uh, we have. I'm, I'm really we have. G- and we're looking kind of looking into mirrors because we can see ourselves. I would, in the-
0: I would estimate more than 30. Yeah, uh, we yeah. said it a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. So hopefully, uh, you can find me at Twitter in a couple days <laughs> from now, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. I'm in Twitter at Sam Loomis 13. Um, I'm also on letterbox. There's a link in my Twitter profile, or you can just look me up. Jonathan Watkins on Letterboxd. And I do a podcast every week. It is called behind the sins where we talk about all the cinema sins and TV sins and all, all the sins stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes so that's where you can find me
0: all right Uh, that's gonna do it for this mini pod it's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins we'll see you next time thanks for listening comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page check us out on YouTube Twitter Facebook and Reddit and be sure to visit cinemasins.com